Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Atomic Shots. I am your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me is Chief Godzillaologist Tyler. Tyler, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Uh, I didn't know we were going to be delving into the Matrix today. And and Star Wars, and X-Men, and so many other things. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at the millenn- end of the Millennium Era, which I feel like we got here faster than we did both the Heisei and Showa. At least to me it feels like it, even though I think Heisei and Showa have just about the same number of movies, I think, or uh, maybe a little one bit. less. It's one, one less in the Millennium Era. Okay, that's, that's probably what it is then. So... This is Godzilla Final Wars. Uh, in addition to being the final movie in the Heisei era, and God, there I did it again. Uh, final movie in the Millennium era. <clears throat> this is the fiftieth anniversary. At the time of this, when this movie was released in two thousand four, this was the fiftieth anniversary of Godzilla. So from nineteen fifty four, two thousand four. So this is a big celebration movie, and God damn, is it a celebration movie? Um, yeah, it's a doozy, so- all right. Yeah, Tyler, I think if there's one word to describe this movie, it's cheesy. Like super yes. like if two words would be super cheesy. Um I won't lie to you folks. There is no metaphor, although they kind of touch on like, you know, the fact that hey, humanity fucked up, so that's why Godzilla's here. But for the most part, if you want balls to the walls action with nonsensical plot, you know, with fight scenes and and between humans and monsters and just Godzilla curb stomping the shit out of everything. This is the movie for you. And I think Godzilla fans are one of two things about this movie. They either really love it or they're like, hmm, I don't like it, you know, because of X, Y, and Z. It'll be interesting to see where you and I fall on this this thing. So let's run it down before we uh, break it down. Uh, this was uh, directed by Ryuhei Kitamura, produced by Shogo Tomoyama, uh, with a screenplay by Isao Kiriyama and Wataoru Mimura, starring Masahiro Matsuoka, Rei Kukikawa, Don Fry, Maki Mizuno, uh, Mizuno Kazuki Kitamura, Kane Kosuga, Kumi Mizuno, Kenji Sahara, Masami Nagasawa, Chihiro Otosuka, Shigeru Izumiyuma, Masaseku Funaki, Masato Ibu, Jun Kunimura, and Akahira Tarada. Um, who, uh, yeah, so, lot of actors. Lot, lot of actors um, in this movie. Um, So, basically, the plot of this movie is, as we open up, uh, Godzilla, it, they're being chased by Manda, which we haven't seen him since the 60s, right? It's not the 70s. Um, yeah, Manda wasn't a thing um, ever since uh, Destroy All Monsters from 68, I believe. Right, I think so, yeah. Maybe, like, Son of Godzilla, you know, where it's like it's the bully, the bully one. Like, maybe that was the last time it's on. But, like, we got Manda, like, chasing after this unknown ship and then Godzilla's right behind them and then Godzilla proceeds to get freezed in ice by this airship this really cool looking weapon and then we learn that um uh Godzilla once Godzilla showed up in 1954 uh a whole bunch of other monsters started going and we get like past footage of like the the war of the gangentrians Rodan you know all that other all the all the classics the whole monster stuff and we learn that alongside that apparently there were they use the word in the movie mutants that were born that had like a gene and they call it the M the M base and uh, 
and like they basically have like enhanced strength and um, pretty much like pretty much just extra superhuman powers, but not like anything crazy, but just like better endurance and stuff like that. And they are help form the Earth Defense Force. So this immediately one thing I can say about this movie is that it's not just Japan, even though the finale takes place in Tokyo, it goes all over the world. Like, it's a, it's a global movie. And, um, like, I think you could tell they put a lot of the... They, they, like, this probably has the had the biggest budget uh, for a Godzilla movie uh, that we've seen yet. Yeah, I imagine that uh, Against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS had something to do with that. Yeah. So, uh, we, and as shortly after, shortly into the movie... Uh, we, uh, we, we get, we get introduced to some of the main characters, um, and, uh, um, and basically all of the monsters from the classic start returning. So Rodan comes back, uh, and Garrus is back, King Caesar, uh, Kurumungas, uh, what was the, what was the spider thing again? Kamunga. Uh, Kamunga. And what was the grasshopper, the, the scythe one, the, the, what was that those one? Are the, Shit. Those are the, those are the Kamakuras. Kamakuras, or it's ultimately one in this movie, and of course, and of course, surprisingly, as probably for everybody this time, Zilla from Godzilla '98 is is in this picture as well. That's the only reason why we did the watch long for Godzilla '98 is because we knew his bitch ass is going to be in this movie. Um, so no, well, technically no new monsters, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get, actually there are, but pretty much everybody, it's the Smash Ultimate of of Godzilla. Everyone, almost everyone is here. The only one who's technically missing is Mechagodzilla, but I—it's probably because he was in—he was starring the last two movies. They probably, you know, didn't have time, couldn't figure him out to get him into the story. So it, it's whatever. That's like the only key one that's missing, in all honesty. Yeah. But uh, so as shortly as the uh, as the Earth Defense Force. Oh, and Ebra, Ebra's fucking here. We'll we'll run a Tyler will run down a roster of who's who. Yeah, I'll uh, do that when has, we get to the fights. Yeah, when we exactly because I think we're gonna. Um, so uh, the the monsters are wreaking havoc all over the Colossal Globe in Shanghai and Sydney, Australia, New York City, which we'll talk about that scene. Um, oh man. Um. So and then shortly after the these aliens come out from outer space and like holy shit because we haven't had aliens since. Since the show era, because the eighty, well, okay, no, the eighties didn't no, have. They, they, I'm pretty sure they were in the Heisei era, right? Or did we, the we had the guys not count. No, they were just from the future. So like, we haven't had like actual space aliens because I mean, technically Godzilla two thousand, but we never saw them. It was just Orga. The space Godzilla not, count? I wouldn't count that because like it's not like an invading people. It's just an, it's just a monster. Okay, like, we we haven't had like. Honest to good aliens that come. The plot of Godzilla, it, like the monsters are taken over by a hostile alien force since the seventies, dude. It's been that long. Um, which I will say, I've seen this movie before, but this movie hits different once you've seen every single Godzilla movie prior to this. It like because then you understand all the references and stuff. It's even. I think. I think it's even better, honestly. Even if you, it's good enough. I think it's fun even without it, but it's even more fun with the journey you and I have been on. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the exilians come in and they basically tell uh, the Earth, like, listen, uh, with the uh, by co- uh, coercing their their uh, secretary of the United Nations, um, and uh, who's played by that's played by Akira Tarada, uh, who is uh, 
that's that's Dr. Zarazawa right there. So he oh shit he yeah he went he he uh, after what was he a a, a terrorist an eco uh, a terrorist on an island I think he got a Mijing in disappeared for like forty years and he became a diplomat. So that's our that's our canon. He disappeared for forty years and he's a diplomat now for the United Nations. Um, there's actually another cameo. I think um, uh, yeah Kumio Mizuno she was in Godzilla vs Kong. Um, yeah, she was in Godzilla vs. Kong, so, and she was also in, uh, um, uh, Godzilla vs. Uh, Mechagear. She was a scientist in there, so there's some cameos in there, too. And then some of the, um, uh, like, two of the officers that are on the ship, we've seen them, in, like, I don't remember their names, but you recognize their faces, um, uh, from, uh, from both the Heisei and Millennium era. Um, so the Exilians are basically telling Earth, like, hey, there's this planet that's coming your way, and the only way you can stop it is through us. And um, and basically, the Exilians are worshipped like heroes, um, especially the one known as X, uh, who basically looks like Cyclops, um, especially with the visor he has. And uh, it turns out, whoa, what a shock! It's and it's the Exilians, right? We haven't heard that name since 1964, um, so that's that's been a while. So that's that's a reach. Uh, it turns out the Exilians, of course, they were lying to us. Uh, they were defrauded on national television, and then all pretty much then it's an all for the rest of the movie. It's a all-out battle to save humanity, and we get to a point where, um, uh, where basically the human, the the the, the last remaining uh, good guys are like, well, we're on the run, but you know there is one monster. There's one thing that could actually defeat all these guys. It's Godzilla, and they're like, are you fucking serious? Oh shit! Yeah. And it's like, and the, they pose a great question. So, like, well, okay, say Godzilla does defeat everything. How do we stop Godzilla? And then Don Fry, and we'll get more into Don Fry in a minute. Um, he's like, we'll just beat him back again. Just a simple brav- bravado. Uh, and it's pretty much just more classic Godzilla stuff at the end, with some insane, very inspired Western influences, let's say that much. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is not like your typical... This is I'll say this right now. This is not your typical Godzilla movie at all. This is so different from anything I've seen. Especially you your grandma's I, Godzilla, that's for sure. No! I, I I can only imagine how polarizing this was. Like, let's, let's talk about that. Because, like, it's shot differently. It has a... Like, there's a weird filters everywhere. Of course, the over-the-top action. Um, obviously, the monster stuff is great. But, like... God, I can only imagine how divisive this was back in 2004. Yeah, um, for the whole first half of the movie, I honestly kind of forgot that this was a Godzilla film. Let's be real right. here. Right, right. I mean, like, yeah, you have, like I said, Anguirus, and you have, um, you know, classic monsters show up. Godzilla is in there for the first five minutes, maybe maybe ten. I'm being generous. And we don't see him till like the the sec beginning, like towards the end of the second act into the third act. That's when he shows up. For the most part, it's just a struggle of humanity against the exil- against the exilians. Um, so let, let's let's talk about this. About let's talk about this. Uh, like, oh my god, I don't even know where to fucking start with this movie because it's so crazy. Um, obviously, this movie has definite Western influences. Like, so how did how did you feel about all that stuff from? There's there's Matrix like I said there's Matrix there's a, there's I mean just from the how the characters address there's a Matrix it's a Matrix, um, which obviously was the big thing at the time even in 2004, 
Yeah. Um, of course, Star Wars, a huge thing still, you know, with the prequel trilogy going, uh, the prequel trilogy going on. And of course, you know, you have, um, what was the other one I was saying? X-Men being the other big thing with the, with the all leather suits and everything like, and uh, the superhuman powers. I think, uh, I think it probably, uh, I'm, I'm honestly not sure how to feel about it, uh, if I'm going to be frank here, because, um. Uh, it just feels like uh, they were trying to go for a whole different direction with the Exilians, but uh, at the end of the day, there's still evil evil aliens that are going to take over the world. So having this a more modern look doesn't really change much for me personally. Right. I think I think, I, just, I just think everything else, like just all the influences on the movie itself, right? Like because you know it, this is not made like a typical Godzilla movie. Like you have the main character who isn't like a typical main character for a Godzilla movie. It feels more like a like a shonen anime got shoved into a Godzilla story, in all honesty. Yeah, it kind of does, especially toward the end when he gets his uh MacGuffin powers. He gets or his his Neo moment from Matrix 1 where he literally guys, I'm not even shitting you. There's a moment where like they ha- they recreate that scene from Matrix 1 where the hero is about to get blasted all the hell and he just holds out his hand and he stops it all with his hand. It's like it's it's stupid. So um, let, let's let's talk about the cast. Let's let's break down the cast from there. So not it's a big cast, but I only feel like there's a couple of things we should talk about. I mentioned the cameos from both Akira Tarada and uh, Kumi Mizuno. They're cool that they're there. They're nice homages to the franchises. Let's talk about Don Fry. This ex MMA fighter Douglas Gordon. Um, yeah, he's a mixed martial artist. Um, he's still alive. He's only uh, uh, he was born in 1965. 55 years old. He looks... He already looks old in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny enough. Um, how did you... Like, because we haven't... We've had Americans in Godzilla before, right? But never to this extent. How did you feel about his performance in this movie? I feel like that uh, he's... He's a bit of a fun character, in all honesty. Like, he's the gruff, no-nonsense kind of dude that uh, always has a snarkier remark to things. And it's just a joy seeing how he reacts to things. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, one of the best parts is like like him is that he just speaks. He doesn't speak Japanese. He speaks English, and occasionally the Japanese actors will speak like one line of dialogue in English. But for the most part, they'll say something in Japanese, and he'll go right. But what? A, and he'll just understand. So I, I love I love that they don't even bother to explain it. But like, it's like in Tekken where uh, people are speaking completely different languages and they still understand each other and respond to each other in their own language. It's great. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. So like, it's like because he's such like it's like he's he's a quiet character who's like, but when he's there, he makes an impact. Whether it's his witty remark or he's just doing an action scene, it's like, oh god, like it's such a weird choice. To have him, like, you know, and, like, especially when he go, he butts, he butts heads with, he's, like, the also kind of uh, officer who butts heads with his superiors a lot. Um, and he, he, he gets, he kind of gets that, like, gunslinger. He's the American, so he's the gunslinger. He does his own thing. I don't listen to you. I do what's in my gut. I play by my own rules. I'm a renegade. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's such an odd choice, but I, I think overall it worked. Like, I... His his performance is stiff, like it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I think it fits for what this movie is. In all honesty, yeah, I can agree with that. So um, let, let's let's talk about um, the other technically the main character, but ah, oh, god, not really interesting that much. Uh, that is Sh- uh, Shinichi Ozaki. 
who's played by Masahiro Matsuoka. So he's basically he's he's just a shonen anti- protagonist in this movie. He even has a rival character. Um, I don't even know his name because he's not important, even though he has a sacrificed life later on. Um, yeah, how did you, how did you feel about o- Ozaki? Um, I feel like that uh, he doesn't leave that much of an impact, to be honest. Like he's just the main character that's just there to do what needs to be done, you know? Yeah, he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Um, like there's not, he doesn't really deliver an amazing performance. He doesn't like he's kind of campy. Like um, you know, he gets paired up with Miyuki Otonashi, who's a, a, a biologist. They do the sexist thing where it's like. Oh, you're a biologist, but you look so hot. I'm like, mm, shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut up. Um, I, I I need to say this right now because I said in our Discord earlier, what the fuck, Japan? Why did you gotta make the good guys wear fucking Nazi uniforms? Uh, it it's more like um uh, like those bands that uh, hall monitors in uh, Japanese high schools wear. Dude, honestly. I'm like, I get that, but when you see, I see militaristic. With the pouch and the armband, that's Nazi uniform, man. Like it's just, I even post like, like it's just, it's just like I'm sure, like obviously Japan has a has a certain thing when it comes to their nationalism, and maybe that's seeped in this movie. Who knows? But like, I couldn't help but think Nazi when I saw that. Um, but yeah, I gotta agree with you. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, characters, like he's he's kind of just there to spout dialogue and to do cool action stuff. There's nothing really too deep about him. I never really found anything to care about him. Uh, which is your tip? Most shonen protagonists tend to be like that. You don't really give a damn about them until they do something cool and then they pop off. Like, oh, okay, that's that's why you're here. Monkey D. Luffy is the exact opposite of this. Cool, cool, he, cool. I, he does stuff, but he's also interesting. I'll have to take your credit for that. Uh, I'm not going to watch uh, One Piece at all. Uh, is that one? That's One Piece, isn't it? Yeah, it's One Piece. Okay, and unfortunately, like Ray uh, 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 Miyuki, who's the biologist who she, he's paired out with, she's not given much to work with either because she's basically there to be the the science person in the barest in like like what I remember like American movies around the 2000s. Okay, let's cast a hot actress to be. And I'm sure I'm not diminishing the the, the brains of this actress. But, like, that was such a typical thing to do at the time in America. And, like I said, it probably... See, a lot of this, a lot of this movie takes a lot of influence from American culture. So, or Western culture, I should say. And, like, she's just there to look and be in, like, sexy dresses, maybe say some science shit, and that's it. And it could be concerned over the main hero. And I feel like that's a disservice, because, like, you could have been something interesting. Um, you know, especially, like, she establishes, like, I'm not... I'm a biologist. I'm smarter than you, motherfucker. This ain't no against Mechagodzilla, that's for sure. No, 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 not not at all. Um, so we do have uh, an antagonist, though. Um, like I said, the Exilians. Let's talk about them real quick. <coughs> Obviously, a huge redesign to their costumes. They do not look like anything that the we've seen before. The lead dude looks like Lex Luthor. Oh, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely fucking lutely. So, the although I did like that the older dude looked very kind of like I think they were trying to keep it similar to the original Exilian idea from uh, Invasion of Astro Monster, where you had like the big collar. Obviously, they weren't going to do the whole thing with the big Google things on there. I think that's why X is wearing the um, wearing the advisor, wearing the visor on himself. But 
uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, they look cool on paper because they're just do they're just doing the Matrix at this point for for uh, for the villains. Like, they're all in black leather, have long coats, but that's about it. It's it's really shallow when it comes. Unfortunately, a lot of this movie is just shallow. It's just shallow deep. They're re- they're really hyped for uh, Blade Three coming out, didn't you know? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I'm trying to see who played X, and it's not telling me who played X. Mega Man X. Uh-huh. Oh, Kenji. Oh, here it is. Kenji Okashi. I do want to talk about him, though. Uh, because, man, you want to talk about hamming it up. You want to talk about being, like, absolutely crazy. I loved his performance. This is like the bad guy Warriors of Virtue levels of insanity right here. It's great. It's he to me. Whenever like like Don Fry is fine, like but he's on the more calmer side. But whenever X is on there, whether he's chewing scenery at the radio DJ or like he just straight up murders his own leader to like you know um, just like I'm in charge now. Um, and then like when he's like getting frustrated at shit. Um, if you've never seen the English dub, uh, 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 it's great because like he goes God again, rise. That's great to the English actor, but like the body stuff is all. Uh, Kenji Gohashi, like, I, I thought, like, that's the perfect level of energy needed for this movie. He needed to be in more scenes. Like, he's great. I did think he had a good, like, sort of one-on-one chemistry with, um, with Osaki, uh, other main character. I, I think he sort of is the perfect counterbalance to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, a, a very, a big cast that is ultimately, that ultimately amounts to nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, anything else? Um, yeah, uh, oh, this, this movie is so fucking weird, man. It throws, like, it kind of throws out everything in the, in, in, that we knew about Godzilla. Um, you know, especially, how do you, how did you feel about them basically tying, like, mutants to these, to these monsters? Um, when exactly is the time frame for this movie in, uh, accordance to, um, the, the original Gojira, like, well, they, supposed they, they to take place in 2004 or the very distant future or something. No idea. Never. I think it. I think it is 2004 because there's a title card. Like there at the beginning credits, like you're kind of scanning through the time period, and they drop the timeline. They drop years. So I think it's supposed to be 2004, just like in a hyper imaginized 2004. Hmm. That is interesting. Uh, I would say. What was the question again? <laughs> like, how did how did you feel about that? We tie that they basically tie like these mutant characters, like this mutant, oh, yeah. this idea that these mutants with like Gigan. By the way, Gigan's back, and like or like or and other monsters have this thing that's called M base, which is basically how the Exilians control the monsters and how eventually the Exilians control the 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 some of the mutants, not except for of course our hero character because he's immune to that shit because plot armor. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I would say that in a hyper-realistic reality like this one, it kind of makes sense to a degree. Uh, but this isn't the direction I would go for a Godzilla movie, personally. Right, yeah, that, that's the thing with it, right? Because I, I think the only reason we get it like this is because they wanted to have the biggest celebration. That means a lots of explosions, a lot of action scenes. We don't have time to delve on the natures of humanity's past. I mean, technically, they did that three movies ago with... Uh, you know, uh, GMK. So I, I obviously, I think they just, especially comes who directed it. Uh, uh, you know, they just wanted to have something that was big and bombastic, uh, make the, make people go home happy by seeing Godzilla just basically beat the shit out of everything. 
and maybe see some other cool stuff along the way. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I'll tell you what, guys. It's not like in and obviously this is this is this is the last Toho movie that we would see from uh, Godzilla movie from Toho that we'd see until 2016. That's the gap we're dealing with because um, the MonsterVerse obviously doesn't count because it's not Toho, and the anime trilogy doesn't really count because um, that is uh, that is it's with them, but it's not you know it's not live action, so it doesn't count. Okay, so I, I think uh, anything else you want to say about the story of the cast, Tyler? Uh, not particularly. Okay, so let's move on. Obviously, a bonkers shit of a, of a, of a, of a care of, of story moments. Um, let, let, I think we should just before we move on the fact that like there's one scene in particular that re- I don't know if it's like insensitive or like insulting towards Americans, but so because <laughs> I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh, as the monsters are sort of invading everywhere, we cut to New York City, and we see this this guy who's in this like pimped out pimp mobile. Basically, he comes out looking like a pimp straight out of the nineteen seventies, um, and like he's being like his car's being towed by, by this police officer, and like one they're over they're, they dubbed the American actors over something else. I don't know if you could tell that. Um, uh, in like one cut, I can tell, but on other parts, I can't really. Yeah, I, it's it's a weird. I don't know what happened. Maybe the onset it was too noisy. But like, it's the weirdest scene ever because it's like I'm gonna put like it's like stereotypical. It's like, do y'all think America's just in 1970s? Do y'all think a New York City's just stuck in the 70s forever, guys? Come on, um, it's so weird. And then Rodan proceeds to attack. Um, it's such a weird scene. Um, uh, but let, let, let's let's move on to the monsters, shall we? Uh, because, let, Tyler, who the fuck is in this movie? Because I think I need you to list who's in this movie. Okay, so, we got Godzilla, of course, because, you know, we gotta have, uh, the big G in this movie. We have Gigan returning from, uh, the last movie he was in was, uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon, correct? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, we've also got... Uh, Zilla from the 1998 American film, he, who was rebranded Zilla in this movie just for Godzilla to kick his ass. They uh, they bought the rights to this monster just to have him get his ass kicked. That is glorious. They, oh, hold so, on. Yeah. I, have to, I have to... Oh, okay. Maybe we'll mention when we get to that fight scene. Never mind, because there's a great okay. line of dialogue that X says that I really want to say. All right. And we've got the Kamunga, of course. The big grasshopper monster from Son of Godzilla. Uh, we have Kamunga, the giant spider from Son of Godzilla, and who also made an appearance in Destroy All Monsters. We have mm-hmm. King Caesar from uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, and he looks just as weird here as he did back in the 70s. <laughs> we have Rodan and Anguirus, uh, the latter of which has not appeared uh, in the longest time, so I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Hetera from uh, Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. We also have Ebra, the big crab monster. And um, I, and we've also got Manila, who is also kind of a plot device in this film. Yeah, uh, we've yeah. Got, we've got Mothra, and we have one more that we'll probably have to save until the end. Right, right, what's what's her name? So, um, yeah, this is a who's who. Pretty much, I can't th- outside. Like I said, outside of Mechagodzilla, everyone who's important is here. Like Titanosaurus is not here. Um, oh, am I missing somebody? Um, 
I think Tyrannosaurus is the only one I can think of that's not there. Gorosaurus isn't here either. Gorosaurus, they're the, but they're the like T Rex looking ones, so they don't really matter. Um, that's mean to say, I know, but like, I'll, I'm gonna upset the Gorosaurus fans. Um, I mean, fucking even Manda fucking got an appearance here. So, yeah, it's pretty much a who's who. Uh, I what I really love about this movie, though, even though like it's controversial in the sense of like how it's directed. I won't lie and say, like, it was really refreshing to see, like, how, like, fast monster scenes. Because we won't lie, a lot of Godzilla movies that we... Pretty much all the Godzilla movies you've seen, they're very slow, very methodical. You know, the action doesn't really kick up here. Oh, my God. It's like it's like somebody put the, the, the fight scene on 50% more speed and then just said, all right, go. Um, uh, Anguirus can basically runs. Uh, he has a great new suit. He can turn himself to a fucking spike ball, which is super awesome. He turns into Kano from Mortal Kombat. Pretty much. He just starts ricocheting everywhere. Uh, Ebra was a surprise. Um, <laughs> you know, that was... I guarantee you they would have put King Kong in here if they had the rights to him. I guarantee they would have put King Kong in here. Um, and he probably would have been uh, the final boss instead of King who uh, King something, as I almost let the name out. Um, King Caesar. Uh, King Caesar, yeah. Uh, so yeah, King Caesar is back. It doesn't look. I think he. It's obviously a new suit because there's no way that shit lasted from the 70s, uh, but still looks that same dog-like animal. Um, uh, uh, like I said, the the spider uh, and 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 the and the and the praying mantis are pretty. Look, they all look good, right? Uh, I think they all look pretty cool to see them. Rodan, as few scenes as he got, looked pretty cool. Um, but like, I like I love how it, it, like with Rodan. Um, f- where he's flying through New York City, you saw him like break the sound barrier as he's like skidding through the skyscrapers. Like that was sick. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, they they like as they don't have a lot of screen time, but they they make up for the most of it. Um, and uh, f- uh, funny enough, uh, and especially even with Zilla, like even though we we joked, uh, like that fucker doesn't destroy anything. In this one, not he he straight up destroys shit. He eats people. Like it's the it's not, it's like it's not even the same monster. Yeah, it's really weird seeing him uh, be as proactive as he is in this movie. Right. So, so let like so do we want to talk about who the final boss is before the fights, or should we talk about the fights leading up to it, and then we talk about the final boss and then that fight? I think we should do that. Okay, so I think it'll pay so, out better. So, uh, like I said, Godzilla is mostly missing until they unleash him. Which, by the way, I love that there's these two scientists, these two uh, guards, these two j- like jacked up muscle dudes in Hawaiian shirts are just watching Godzilla's like uh, cage, um, and they're like, "Wait, they're gonna come free Godzilla?" And one guy just spits out his food. I'm like, "That's that's the exact reaction I would have." Um, I wonder if they. <laughs> that's such a that's such a great realistic take. So, um, wait, what Godzilla? Yeah, exactly. Godzilla is freed, um, and he's. I think he uh, he's attacked by Gigan. Let's talk about Gigan real quick. Um, like I said, I think you said we haven't seen him since uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon. Complete redesign of this character. Oh yeah. Go- so I have the figure with me. Uh, so re- for reference, as Tyler can see, and you can buy this at your local Walmart. If you're gonna go, uh, wear your mask. Um, so, Gigan is no longer, like, half bird or whatever the fuck he was, like, half cyborg. He is 100% cyborg. They actually find him, like, early on in the movie, but he's all mummified and shit. Um, so, he still has a, his iconic chest saw thing. Um, his his blades on his hands are super extended. 
and he still has the fins, but they're all black. Um, the different, the big difference here is, he, is that he's all black, or I guess he's no, he's all black. Maybe a, maybe a dark green. I would say all black. All all black sort of armor. He looks very much like a humanoid android. Um, uh, the claws are still the same, uh, but pretty much just an edgier version of what he was from the seventies. How did you feel about him? Yeah, this is a really badass re- redesign. Not gonna lie. Yeah, um, like he like his he kind of has like a samurai helmet, like esque esque head. It's 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 really cool. Unfortunately, he gets bodied within like the first few minutes. So let's talk about that fight because there is a fight between Godzilla and Gigan right when Godzilla wakes up, but it's not much of a fight, and that pretty much sets the stage for the rest of the movie. Gigan launches like I guess like a ch- like a chain whip around him. Get he's over doing here. That- yeah, and he's doing that typical, like, you know, weaving his way, like, making Godzilla pull to him. But Godzilla's just like, man, fuck this. And blows Gigan's head off like it's nothing. And then just, like, shrugs off the chain like it's nothing. Um, and <laughs> that's the movie, guys. We're going to talk about them. But it's there's literally there's Godzilla's lot- arcade ladder. Yeah, Godzilla just stomps the shit out of every monster in the monster in the Toho universe. So, uh, what's what uh, what's the next fight? I believe it's with the spy. It's with uh, Komodo. Uh, the next one is with Zilla. Okay, so yeah, he 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 goes from Antarctic uh, from the South Pole to uh, to Australia or to yeah Australia because it's in the, we see the Sydney Opera House, um, and they're playing like this rock music. Right for so like and all of a sudden it's, it's, it's a tour. song by Sum Forty One if I read the credits correctly. Really, I did not know that. That's so cool. I, I knew it sounded metal as fuck, and it got me hyped for a reason. So like, um, Godzilla, uh, Zilla proceeds to try to attack it. Godzilla quickly just like hits it with its tail, knocking him into the uh, Sydney Opera House, and just nukes it to hell. Just it's not so even cathartic. a fight. It's, it's it's just like I guarantee you any like whatever Godzilla fan feels about this movie that's their favorite part no matter what just seeing that American bastardization get thrashed. Oh my God, he's dead! Exactly, <laughs> or, or or that Simpson stop stop he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then um what well, what was it that X, X has the best follow up so like X is kind of like following Godzilla's progress as he's destroying all the monsters. And he's fighting all the monsters, rather. And he says, I knew... Like, and he says something along the lines of, I knew that tuna-eating son of a bitch couldn't handle it. Oh, what wasn't wasn't legit or something like that. Um, I knew that tuna-eating lizard couldn't get him. Exactly. It's it's Especially because they specifically use tuna. Because, you know, that's a lot of fish shit. I love it. It's such a great... <laughs> fuck you, America. Don't fuck with our creature ever again. They would fuck with the creature again, and they get it right this time. Um, so we're only we're only a few weeks away from talking about that movie. Uh, the next fight, I believe, is with uh, the spider and and uh, the praying mantis. I believe, right? Yeah, it's Kamunga next. Uh, she uh, tries to spin up Godzilla with her webs, but he just uh, pulls that shit away and just throws her out of Earth. Oh my god! Yeah. So first of all, I love that her. I love how fake her nets look because it like it look. It definitely looks like you didn't produce that shit. It looks like silly and, string. Like, it's, it, exactly. Um, and then um, for Godzilla. I guess I looked away, and all of a sudden, I just saw Godzilla grab the net and proceed to just whirl around, and then uh, uh, Kamunga just go shh, literally off screen. Just like all you added to do was add like a little twing, and like that's it. Kamunga had no fucking chance. He just yeeted her out of here. 
Oh, so fucking funny. Like, that's it. That's the fight. There is there is no fight. He tries to stop Godzilla. Nah. uh Then it, it's the it's the, the praying mantis, right? Yeah, the conqueror is next. Uh, it basically tries to lunge at him. Uh, he hits it with his tail, and uh, he it gets impaled by uh, nearby poles. Yeah! <laughs> no, like, okay, that's right. He shows up. He comes out of the water. Um, and then Kamunga, or, uh, uh, no, what was its name again? Shit. Kamakura. Kamakura tries to hide in the fucking forest using its camouflage, and, like, Godzilla's like, hold up. Something's not right here. And just nukes the entire forest that's near him. Because <laughs> uh, Kamakura comes out, and then just, just, it's just like a one stick of the tail, like I said, Tyler, like Tyler said, just pull body through a, a telephone uh, pole thing, or electrical pole, electrical pole, and it's just like, ah! It's just like, god damn! It's, it's so fucking vicious. The next fight is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's oh, a so sick. It's a 1v3 featuring King Caesar, Rodan, and Anguirus. Yeah, so um, it, it's, I think that like some of the coolest moments in here too, because I think there's a moment where Godzilla, Anguirus is rolling towards Godzilla, which that's a good callback to, you know, raids again, obviously. Um... And uh, he steps on Godzilla, or no, 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 Godzilla steps on uh, on, on Anguirus, and then, like, I guess that he proceeds... He vaults off of him. Yeah, vaults off of him, and that proceeds to fuck, like, like Anguirus runs in into King Caesar, and, in, and that fucks up Rodan. Like... Um, yeah, that was a great part. Another great it's, part is uh, when Angiris is rolling into a ball and Godzilla just hits it with his tail like a baseball. Then King Caesar, uh, like a soccer ball, just kicks him towards him. And then Godzilla spikes him like he's a volleyball. It's great. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's so great. But he dispatches them like they're nothing. Like, after that, it's it. Like, curb, curb stomp, it's over. Um, and was there another fight after that before the there's, final fight? There's one more after. And, uh... He basically bodies Hedera and Ebra at once. Yeah, oh, they come out of the water, right? Like all of a sudden, like you're you're in, we're in Tokyo Bay, and all of a sudden you you see Hedera and, and what was the other one? I'm sorry, um, uh, Ebra. Ebra come out of the water, like just throw, and then proceeds to nuke them both to death. Like he was already kicking the shit out of them underwater, and just bodies them uh, in the water. So. Like, I could definitely see, like, why, like, maybe Godzilla fans wouldn't like this one. Because, like, the, there's a lot of fights, but they're, like, short. And it's pretty much just Godzilla's the unstoppable rage monster. Um, he's using the cheat code to win uh, with unlimited invincibility frames. Um, and I, I enjoyed it, man. There's something cathartic about seeing Godzilla just whoop ass. Yeah, right? This is pro- That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Just the whole montage of Godzilla just wrecking everybody's shit. Exactly. So then we get to the final fight. Um, as uh, It starts uh, like, out as... with a gigantic meteor falling out of space, hitting Godzilla point blank, destroying everything within a 100 mile radius. He's not even scratched. No, he's just standing there. He's just, it's, it's, it looks like that scene out of Akira after they say Neo Tokyo is about to explode. It's just exactly like that. Um, and then out of it comes this new monster, which is called, I think it's called Monster Zero. Which is, I mean, that's that's definitely a reference somewhere, uh, and it's a bipedal monster. I swear to God, it looked like it looked like something something similar from Power Rangers or yeah, uh, whatever. Right. They, they, it really does, and but it's cr- it's creepy because it like has three. It has like big shoulder pads. It's all white, like very skeletal white. 
Um, it looks unsettling, and uh, like I, I think the fight, uh, like I think the fight between those two, at least this first round, I think it was really good because there's a lot of in personal like that, um, a lot of good beam attacks, um, a lot of good like uh, I think it was a good mix of both like like in your face fighting and then of course beam fighting. Yeah. And there's also um, uh, Mothra shows up when a uh, second version of Gigan shows up as well, and they duke it out for a bit. So yeah, let's talk about Gigan second form. Same exact body. The only difference is instead of the blade hands that he has, um, he got his chainsaw hands now. For some reason, we're not going to upgrade anything else. We're not going to upgrade your head. We're not going to do anything. We're going to give you saw hands now. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I think X's mentality uh, for this upgrade is, you know what's um, more powerful than blades? Chainsaws. Saw. Yes, I, I completely agree. So, um, it, so Mothra besieged. I think even, uh, I think Gaigan even like takes off a piece of her wing, which causes Mothra to fly out. Mothra is in this movie, by the way. I, we we didn't mention. I don't I forgot if you mentioned Mothra or not. Um, but yeah, Ma- Mothra does make her a typical appearance, and. Um, Meanwhile, fucking X and and Ozaki are fighting like it's the like it's Neo and Professor Smith from Matrix One, um, or like Jet Li from the One. Yeah, exactly. There's even a moment where uh, Ozaki is pounding on uh, on on X, and then simultaneously they show uh, Godzilla pounding on on Monster Zero. Um, so overall, it's an entertaining fight until things change, and then we get Monster Zero because it's a show. Like I said, it's a fucking shonen anime. Uh, Shonen show shoved into a Godzilla movie. Um, Monster Zero proceeds to transform, and we get Monster Zero Two, aka I think this this form is actually called Kaiser King Ghidorah. Oh yeah, um, you weren't expecting King Ghidorah to show up, were you? Well, he's here <laughs> as the final boss. Kept you waiting, huh? Um, so this is a really different version of King Ghidorah that we've seen. Um, Definitely much more veiny, much more like very stacked on the on the lower part of his body. And he's his huge head's compared look- to Godzilla. Oh my god! Yeah, this is the biggest form of like like there's 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 not a lot, um, but there's moments where they're close together and like I, we've outside of the MonsterVerse we've never seen Ghidorah like tower over Godzilla like this in terms of both height and size. Yeah, because they're usually around the same height or. Maybe King Ghidorah is like a few inches taller uh, if you count the heads. Right, right, but, right. but no, yeah. it's like it's he like towers it's like over from him. his. It's crazy, um, and it and it's so, I think even that's such a great fight because you have, you know, the typical, you know, where like it's the typical thing where like the the bad guy gets a new form, proceeds to kick the hero's ass, and then um, that proceeds to, uh, this is where it gets kind of dumb, but like. Apparently, uh, Osaki is a Kaiser, which he's like one in a million births, so it's like the Super Saiyan shit, you know, where it's like he, he can go beyond. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I'm so fucking stupid. Um, and so, like, Godzilla's proceeding to get his ass kicked. This is after the, oh, is like the humans deal with X. And every time I say X, I keep thinking Mega Man X. And I keep thinking of, what are we, you know, like, all that stuff. Um... They proceed like, well, we need to give Godzilla more power. How do we do that? And so Ozaki channels his energy, and not just channels his energy into the gun, but like brings up the targeting system, brings up everything with his his own power, and proceeds to shoot his own like I guess willpower, his own whatever what you want to call it into unlimited uh, 
Power! Exa- exactly. Into the back of Godzilla. And Godzilla just fucking wrecks King Ghidorah. Uh, by, it doesn't bite off one of its heads. I think it does, right? Uh, he bites off one of them. He rips one of them off manually. And then yeah. he stomps on the other one and blasts that fucker into space. Yeah, like, it's just, like, after he gets that second regeneration, it's just a curb stomping. It's not even funny. Um, although it is funny. It is pretty um, funny, yeah. It's, it's great. It's cathartic. Uh, so, yeah. I, let's just, I think overall, as as short as they were, I think this is the most fun I've had with, like, fight, with like a Godzilla fight scene in quite some time. Like, it's just absurd. Yeah, it definitely has that uh, chaotic energy going for it. And right. I'm all and, for it. I, and I think, like, I honestly think if you show this somebody first as their first Godzilla movie, it's a mistake because they're, they're going to expect other Godzilla movies to be like this, and they're not. Like, I, I think you should show this after you've seen a couple of Godzilla movies so you can appreciate this one more. But this is such a departure from it. As much as I like it, I'm, I'm kind of glad we don't have, like, the other movies weren't like this because I like the slower, methodical, you know, like, crash through buildings and stuff like that here. It's just like, it was a little too chaotic. There was even a point where Kaiser, uh, the first form, Monster Zero, was lifting up Godzilla like, like, with its hands. Like, it felt very much like a martial arts humanistic fight. Um, I think that's the only complaint I have. Like, it's something that's a little bit too humanistic versus too monsters fighting sometimes. But it didn't intrude me overall, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, it basically ends with uh, Manila. Manila's been, always been there. Manila, it's weird that Manila's there, but then you find to understand why Manila is there. Um, Manila shows up at like this, like on the on the on the mountainside of uh, Mount Fuji, and um, base is paired up with a kid because of course got to pair up Manila with a kid. I will say about Manila's redesign, not as bad as as the one from the seventies. That's for sure. It actually has a budget this time. Yeah, it actually looks better. It looks a lot. It still looks annoying and creepy a little bit, but not nearly as bad as uh, Devil Baby from the from those two movies or three, yeah. whatever it was. Um, but still not as good as the Heisei Baby Godzilla. Rest in peace, Junior. Actually, you didn't die. You're fine. You became your dad. Um, so uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, so that leads into the end of the movie where Godzilla is like, well, I defeated this guy. Now I'm gonna kick your ass. And so typical I didn't Godzilla what you fashion. Did. Yeah, like Godzilla wants revenge, and Godzilla he is still the antagonist. Uh, you know the the enemy of humanity. Um, until uh, Manila shows up and uh, and and uh, and the kid in the middle show, up. and basically the, this grandpa is like you know like it's yelling at Godzilla um, to like, all right, that's enough, Godzilla. They've learned, they understand, you know, because he he actually tells in the movie earlier, like the kid asks, like, well, why does why does Godzilla t- attacking the town? And you know, obviously he tells him, well, because a long time ago humanity fucked up, and Godzilla's pissed. Um, so he's kind of like trying to be the voice of reason and, uh, the kid, uh, uh, basically puts his arms up, even though he realistically, that's not going to do anything. He does a T-pose to assert dominance, but I mean, really, it's like if the grandpa wanted to shoot Godzilla, he could, cause he just shoots over his head cause how huge Godzilla is. But in a sign of, of like symbology, Manila proceeds, Manila also starts out very small and it just grows super tall. It's, 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 it's weird. Um, there's no explanation for it, but I think that's just a callback to the, uh, Son of Godzilla movie, that awful, awful no, movie. No, it's, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, All, uh, All Monsters Attack, I is believe it, it was. That's, that's but what it is. that okay, was a dream, that's... though, so it's weird having that power here. 
Right, it's, it's he just happened. He just grows big out of nowhere. Uh, there is a funny bit. With, I will say, real quick, quick. There's a funny bit where they're driving in a truck. Manila's sitting in the passenger side, and Manila's like, "Where do we go? Give me the wheel, bitch!" He literally grabs the steering wheel, trying to take it to tell him where to go. It's it's my favorite part is uh, the wide shot of the truck, and Manila's just flailing in the back seat like he like oh, he was crying in Son of Godzilla. I lost oh, it's, my shit. It's it's absurd. This. Again, okay, if you're not going to use cheesy for this movie, the other movie word you can use is absurd. Um, so, and basically, it's a standoff. The kids are, like, T-posing. Dad, don't kill them. They, you know, they did nothing wrong. They learned their lesson. And Godzilla finally just goes, all right. And, like, proceeds to just, after destroying all of, well, okay, to be fair, he didn't destroy all of Tokyo. That was Monster Zero. Um, rides into the ocean again. And that's the last time we will see Godzilla for 12 years. Hmm. So, uh, Tyler, what is, uh, any other final, any other notes that we missed for uh, Final Wars? I think we left out the, the ridiculous motorcycle fight from earlier. Yeah, so there is, uh, like, yeah, so it turns out some of the humans were replaced, like, Invasion of the Body Stature style. And, um, and they're trying to escape from it, in the, in, uh, uh, they're trying to escape... Uh, on this on this jeep, and the rival, uh, Ozaki's rival, is basically chasing him on a motorcycle. There's they're literally motorcycle dueling. It's it, I, it's hard to talk about because you have to see that shit to believe it. It's just it's absurd. He it's fucking just punches like, fuck? him in the face with a motorcycle tire. It's crazy. It's it, it's it's nuts. Like like I said, you wouldn't you wouldn't think this is a Godzilla movie. Like watching this based on based on like some of the scenes. You if you come in like midway, you're like. Where the fuck's Godzilla? Why are we dealing with these people? Like, it's not bad. It's entertaining. But it's also weird. Yeah, it's really off-putting. All right. All right any other notes that we missed? Uh, that's it for me. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's pack it in because I think this is going to be our longest show yet, honestly. Because uh, it's just so gushing about it. Tyler, let's put a ratings board on the final era movie of the Millennium Era. Uh, what do you give Godzilla Final Wars? Um, I was originally going to give this a three and a half out of five, but I felt like that was a bit too high, so I'm just going to sell it for three. Uh, the film is an amalgamation of everything silly about Godzilla, but I find it doesn't try very hard to have a deep meaning behind it. The action is insanely over the top, not just for the monsters, but for the human side as well. And it just feels like campy fan service, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't know, I guess earlier films kind of spoiled me on what makes a great Godzilla movie. The last half is a fun ride, but if you're looking for more down-to-earth representation of Godzilla, this ain't it. I agree. I'm going to give it also a 3 or 5 too. It's a very fine movie, but I think, and I think I enjoyed it more the first time just because of how absurd it is, but especially doing this show, uh... It's so different from, and especially the uh, the movie, only other movie Toho does after this is completely different from this. Um, it's such a different approach to the to the series. I still think it's fun in the context that it was supposed to be a 50th anniversary celebration. I think it works. Um, maybe it would have been better if it was like more similar to like 1954 Gojira. Um, you know, something with a message. But I guess they just wanted to have fun instead. Hey, they deserve it. You know, whatever. Um, Human actors obviously much leave much to be desired, except for X, who delivers the, probably the best evil, campy villain performance we've seen yet. Um, and uh, yeah, it's such, it's so weird to see so many Western tropes and Western costuming and ideals seep into this movie. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, three three out of three three stars for me. It's it's not a bad movie, and you're gonna have a good time with it, or you're gonna hate it. Like I think it's I think there's you're not there's no in between to this movie. In all honesty, it's kind of ironic you say that because we're both middle of the road when it came, comes to our yeah. star ratings. Yeah, but I don't think we hate it because I've met people who hate this movie with with like they just don't like it because it's just like what the fuck is this? Um, all right. So that's going to do it for this episode of Atomic Shot. So, again, we will take a one-week break um, for uh, just because it's the end of the era. And just to remind everybody, this is how the remaining schedule will go. We have six. One, two, three, four, five. Six, technically six. Six movies, technically. No, seven. Seven movies. Because um, I keep forgetting about Shin because that's the last. Um, and technically Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, but that's a bonus episode, I feel like. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to take a week off. We will we're, we will first do the Netflix anime trilogy. Uh, so if you have a Netflix account, you can watch them there. Uh, that is Godzilla, the Planet Eater. Uh, oh no, Godzilla, uh, Planet of the Monsters. Uh, uh, Godzilla, and the second one is Godzilla, the Battle uh, City on the Edge of Battle. And the third one is Godzilla, Planet Eater. So those are the three Netflix movies we're going to watch next. Um, and then after that, it will be venturing into the MonsterVerse. That is Godzilla twenty fourteen. Um, Kong Skull Island. I understand it's not a Godzilla movie, but it's in the larger universe, so that's why we're watching it. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters. Thank goodness that movie came out before COVID happened. Oh, shit, thank goodness that came out before COVID happened. And then, finally, uh, we will not only we will be doing a review of Shin Godzilla, but as a bonus uh, episode, uh, we will be doing... Me and Tyler will be uh, doing a watch-along of Shin Godzilla with both our friends and co-hosts for uh, Charge Shot Gamescast, uh, Tyler and 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 or, no, I'm sorry, Justin Thomas. And, and Thomas, Justin and Thomas. Sorry, two T names. I got confused. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing a watch along of Shin Godzilla with both uh, Justin and Thomas because I've never seen it, and I think Tyler and I have, really want to show them like this is the pinnacle of what Godzilla could be um, versus like some of the show, uh, some of the stuff we've seen over the past 29 movies, um, and then. Uh, and after that, we will do a special episode for uh, Kong, Godzilla vs. King Kong, or Godzilla vs. Kong, but we have to work on the logistics just because I don't think Tyler has HBO Max. Uh, but we will do that one. Uh, we will do that one. We'll probably do it, uh, hopefully, uh, around the same time the movie comes out. Um, so we'll see. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. Uh, again, uh, we'll take a week off, and then uh, we'll be back for some... Uh, the final, sh- the literally the fourth quarter of Atomic Shot. Uh, so, no matter what, guys. Until next time, go go Godzilla. Go go Godzilla, indeed. <laughs> <laughs>